0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham.
1: The detractors believe that you did not tell the world it was a terror attack because your campaign didn't want that out. Bill, think That's about it. That's what they believe. And, and and they believe it because folks like you are telling no, them I'm that. not telling them that. I'm asking you whether <laughs> but, you were told it was a terror is, attack. And what I'm and saying you... is that is a- inaccurate. All right. we, we revealed to the American people exactly what we understood at the time. The notion that we would hide the ball for political purposes when a week later we all said... In fact, there was a terrorist attack taking place the day after I said it was an act of terror. That wouldn't be a very good cover-up All if right. that's what we were
0: And that's some audio from the only real battle that occurred Saturday night. It certainly wasn't the Super Bowl. It was Bill O'Reilly versus President Obama. What did we learn? Let's ask the Weekly Standards' Fred Barnes. Fred, thanks so much.
1: Hey, glad to be here.
0: So you agree the game, not watchable, but the O'Reilly-Obama uh, battle was uh, pretty, uh, pretty hard fought.
1: Yes, it was. And uh, the truth is, uh, O'Reilly was much tougher than the Denver Broncos.
0: Hey, I got to tell you something. My 11-year-old daughter playing soccer is tougher than the Denver Broncos were. Yeah, but, I mean, uh,
1: that was amazing. From but... the first play, you know, the hike, the hike of the ball into the end zone. Was, <laughs> uh, it was amazing. You know, the word, I, I've gone through the whole transcript of, of the O'Reilly interview with President Obama. And mm-hmm. you know what's hard to find? It's hard to find honest. Uh, answers coming from the president. Right. You know, he said he said, Michael, at the beginning that healthcare.gov the website for Obamacare and and indeed the whole and, uh, Obamacare system has now been fixed. It's working fine. Yeah, uh, which is palpably untrue. You know, if you pick up uh, the Washington Post this morning, and I get it at home every day, it says and, and anybody who has an appeal who says, well, gee, you know, they kind of got it wrong. This is they gave me the wrong insurance, or they have charged me too much, or, or, or something or other. Those appeals are just piling up. They're not paying any attention to them. They don't. Obamacare doesn't take care of them at all. Maybe they will at some point, but you know these people are going to have to pay for it. And then, and then he uses all the phony numbers. You know, six million of uh, uh, new signees for Medicaid. When we found out a few days ago, of course, that many of these were just people who are. Renewing right uh, their Medicaid, and it goes on and on and on.
0: Here's what's interesting to me: uh, you have a lot of people who follow politics casually, and then they're kind of waiting for the Super Bowl. So some of them barely knew you know, the, you know the backstory on the IRS or Benghazi. But I think the average person listening to the president being asked the question, "Why won't you hold people responsible for the Obama for the health care fiasco?" which everyone knows is a fiasco, and his answer is, "I am holding everyone responsible." and Kathleen Sebelius gets to keep her job. Fred, I think that's where normal non-political people just look at the president and go, are you kidding me? How can you say both those things in the same breath?
1: Yeah, no, I I agree and he he said, well, we're going to wait until Obamacare is entirely <laughs> entirely implemented, which uh, probably never will be. Right. And then and then we'll uh, and then we may do something. You know, nobody, I mean everybody knows that's not the way it works. Uh, if somebody has erred dramatically, drastically in the way she has, uh, 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 the way you hold her uh, responsible is to remove her from the job. Exactly. And, and of course, there's nothing that's happened uh, in, in at all during the, what, now nearly three months, uh, no, more than three months, four months, uh, that Obamacare's being implicated that shows that she is any more on top of getting this done correctly than she was on October 1.
0: You know, one of the questions that people ask all the time, if you had a chance to interview President Obama, what would you ask him? And I would ask him, how can it be that a year later we still don't know where you were when the Benghazi attack occurred, who you talked to, and what orders you gave? How can it be that we don't know that, and will you please tell us now? It was interesting that Bill O'Reilly got close to that when he said, why were you still saying You know, talking about a a spontaneous attack, and President Obama simply refused to answer the question. He simply dismissed the notion that that was a question worthy of asking. And once again, for people who know even a little bit, Bill, I mean Bill, uh, Fred, about that, how can the president think he can get away with that?
1: Um, Well, because he's been getting away with it for a long time, (laughs) particularly uh, with the mainstream media. The uh, less so now, as Mm -hmm. we see in his uh, poll ratings for uh, job performance and and uh, trustworthiness and so on, <laughs> I thought what's even more interesting uh, in that regard that you've, you've raised, Michael, that uh, O'Reilly asked about what did the CIA director, I guess it was the CIA director or defense secretary at the time, Leon Panetta, mm-hmm. came in. He came in to see you uh, sometime shortly after uh, the attack or, right. or during the attack. And what did he tell you? Was it a mm-hmm. terrorist attack? And and the president completely fudged it, wouldn't mm-hmm. say, oh, well, you know, in the heat of these things, we, we're we not, and went on and on and on, right. but but never answered the pretty specific question about what did uh, your chief advisor, Leon Panetta, tell you.
0: And then there's the, when uh, Bill O'Reilly brought up Susan Rice, I mean, the Susan Rice fact, the fact that days after the White House had been given the truth that this was a planned coordinated terrorist attack. She was still out was telling a wildly fabricated story and once again the president is presented with this information and as you pointed out Fred he just kind of fudged he he, he just he in essence, pretended the words were never said and went on.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh that's that's exactly right. And so and and it shows that the Obama White House and the president in in specific have are nowhere near a, a nearer to handling uh questions about Benghazi than they were months ago uh they don 't have they won 't provide answers
0: I want to ask you one uh, last p- part of this uh Fred because I used to run campaigns and work with you know, political people, and the idea that you would blame your problems on a specific media outlet wasn't just, I thought, destructive because that media outlet is still going to be out there, but it seemed petty. I want you to listen to a little bit of the exchange on President Obama trying to blame Fox News for his woes.
1: What some people are saying is that the IRS was used yeah. at, a, at a local level in Cincinnati, maybe other places, to Absolutely go Absolutely wrong. But how do you know that? Because we still don't know what happened. Bill, we do. That's not what happened. Folks have, again, had multiple hearings on this. I mean, these kinds of things keep on surfacing, in part because you and your TV station will promote them.
0: I heard two things. I'm not answering your question, and I'm blaming you for asking the question.
1: Yeah, well, both of those things were there. And of course, he didn't mention that at least one of the IRS officials took the Fifth Amendment <laughs> before right. uh, one of those committees. Look, they're just this is what uh, the administration has gotten away with, uh, basically in, in his second term, and that is not answering any questions. I mean, and he said there was not a smidgen of corruption right. in the whole IRS scandal, and that, and the truth is they've concluded that they can get away with it. They don't have to answer these questions that, in the long run, uh, they're going to be free from the kind of scrutiny by the press that, say, uh, Chris Christie is getting today.
0: And that, of course, would never happen. But, Fred, you've been around Washington for a while, for a couple of presidential administrations. Have you ever, has this, has this ever worked the, well, it's the fault of the Washington Post or ABC or whatever? Is that a strategy that works for governance?
1: Well, never has so far, but, you know. I've, the country's only been around what uh, two hundred and uh, plus years, so yeah. <laughs> this is uh, it, it seems to be working for obama obama 's a special case. you notice the the other thing is when the when the media gets tough on Obama, it only lasts a few weeks right. because then I think they start fearing, oh we 're helping republicans too much or or whatever uh, even when the blood is still in the water, in other words, the signals and the evidence yeah. and the suggestions that there's real uh, a real problem here, a real scandal, They would, uh, the media will move away in Obama's case and in a way they wouldn't in Bill Clinton's case, even with other Democratic presidents.
0: Uh, one last thing, Fred Barnes. Is it, is it true that you had some Vegas money down and there being a safety scored in the Super Bowl? Is that true? I heard that rumor from somebody. I can't remember who. I think it was Jim Swift. But I heard that can't rumor. can't believe those things. No, no, no. No. All well, I'm saying is next time in D.C., you're buying, because that's what yeah, I hear. I hear you look, got a sack. This is just a media conspiracy, that's all. <laughs> Fred Barnes, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate yeah, it. I enjoyed it, Michael. Bye-bye. Thank you.